All right, so a couple of weeks ago, this is what, third, fourth week in July, Emily and I, we went to a drive-in concert for Phil Vassar where he was actually there in person. And I kind of want to get your thoughts on the overall experience. So it was, what did we pay? Was it 80 bucks or 100 bucks for a car? Yeah, it was 100 for a car. And you could only fit as many people in as you had seatbelts, which makes sense. But it was, I don't want to say it was smaller than I thought, because I thought it was a good size lot, parking lot. But I think next time I would have splurged and and gone up front, they had little gates, little like pens, almost like animal pens. And you could get out of your car and stand really close to the stage. Whereas we were kind of in the parking lot, parking lot. But I mean, it was Phil. Yeah, he knew we were there. <laughs> right. Yeah. The best way is like at a concert where you have the pit, where it's there's no real tickets. You might you pay more. That's kind of what it was like for the the cars that got to go up front. They dropped their things off and they were in like little pens, like you said. And in hindsight, I think they could have done that with pretty much everything else too because right they, they did a good job for the most part as, as far as trying to like stagger cars so you could see and it was every other and then staggered i'll draw a picture but you can't see it there was we had to move a little bit to have a, yeah. a, a line site yeah um, to see over the cars was sometimes difficult but but i was thinking that too i'm like People that went to the concert are probably people that maybe aren't as nervous about like the COVID-19 stuff and would have been okay with maybe more of those like pen situations than just staying by your car. I think, you know, people that are so deathly afraid wouldn't have even bothered to come. That's true. But I also guess the organization has to like follow guidelines and everything like that. But no, it was a cool setup. Like, Beer came okay, to what you, did you. Your food came okay, to yeah. you. What did you? What would you say? What did you like about it? Actually, yeah, before no. we get to the, before we get to the likes, let's do. Okay. Why? I know I'm all over the place. Why? What cons would you say? Well, it's just part of it when you when you go to a show like that. It's the atmosphere, right? You're you're you bond with complete strangers over your love of whoever the show is for. In this case, it's Phil Vassar. We have a deep love for Phil and most of his fans share the same sentiment so that i kind of missed just the the overall atmosphere of just singing like crazy and you're all just moshed together and everyone's just having fun that you just you can't replicate that i would agree it felt obviously maybe we're different because we tend to sit closer at concerts so we try to get there early to get somewhat close so you can actually see their facial expressions and i felt like we we weren't close but i felt like we could still kind of see you know him moving out and about and mm-hmm. wandering around the stage um but I, you're right we were on an island there yeah. were people 12 feet from us the closest i would say mm-hmm. you know yeah. and it felt like when you're at a concert and you're drinking, whether you're sober, buzzed, or drunk, everyone else around you is pretty much doing the same thing. Like yes. you're singing, 
you're dancing and you don't really think about it because everyone's doing the same thing. But here mm-hmm. it was like, is everyone else singing? Is everyone else <laughs> dancing? Is everyone else like snapping their fingers and whatever? Right. It, well, uh, it felt like a auditioning for a dance role. You're just kind of all by yourself. That's what it felt like. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's like, so we had our parking spot and there was an empty parking spot where we could set up camp essentially. And so like some people just stayed in their lawn chairs, which I'm sure is great. If you, I don't know, just don't want to have fun or you want to dance while sitting, but there was that group ahead of us with those ladies who were just having a ball. And if I, I would have gone up and been like, let's party together. You guys are fun. But you know, I kept my distance and just, you know, videoed them from afar. I am curious, hypothetically, someone would have had a few too many to drink and would have had courage to, hey, that group does look like fun. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go party with them. I'm curious who would have been the judge, jury, executioner to break right. that up. You know, well, they and, had and, and even security, they? but. Right. Like, could they even break it up? What if I said, oh, this is like my aunt. I didn't know she was going to be here, you know, right. unless the other party throws a fit. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so what did you like about it? Obviously, a few things. Well, okay. There's the overall fact of seeing Phil. I was just so happy to go to a live show. You can't beat live music. Of all the shows that got canceled this year, Phil saved the, the summer. Um, kind of did, honestly. Yeah, really. It's like the one thing that never got canceled. <laughs> um, and he just like, he was so, you could tell, happy to be out there as well. You know, it's just like, like flexing a muscle or something and they got to get, I don't know, but that was cool. It was a really nice night weather wise. Um, And then, yeah, the whole food system, you just ordered it on your phone and then they brought it to your car and then the beer cart came around like every 10 minutes and it was just so smooth. I think all concerts, you should just have like a little. I don't know, waiter or something. <laughs> like, come bring food to your seats. I mean, honestly, I don't think that concept is that far-fetched. That was my biggest takeaway, aside from, thank God we got live music for two or three hours. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you, and the prices weren't expensive, which is great. And yeah. obviously, that might change depending on the venue. But I think there is potential there for concerts, sporting events, you see it at movies and stuff already that um, you can literally pull up the menu mm-hmm. and order your food and it gets brought to you. I mean, it was what five minutes. I mean, it was a simple menu. Right. I think they would have had chicken sandwich, hot dogs, chips, pretzels, uh, pretzels. Yeah. It was, common things. Right. And all the money went to charity. And so you didn't tip anything, which is like also nice. <laughs> you can save yeah. 10 bucks by not having to tip. And I'm curious too, especially I think your venues where you have sporting events and concerts where you have an assigned seat that I think that might be a way, especially as we come out of this and especially next year when we start kicking up live events again, that might be a way that, I mean, if you go to a baseball game, obviously you have to get up and go to the bathroom once in a while, but you have to stand in line for a beer. You have to stand in line for food. Mm-hmm. you don't necessarily mind it sometimes it's frustrating because you miss half an inning of baseball or you miss a few minutes of a football game and i think if you were to be able to sit there 
and they, someone would bring you your food or your drinks yes. and not have to get up at all, that'd be yeah. amazing. Yeah. Like if you, it's like a DoorDash thing. You have an app, you say, I want, I want, uh, you know, a pretzel or I want a craft beer from this and I'm in section so-and-so here. And then someone just, I could do that. I could do that job. Go fetch yeah. food for people. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's basically, you see that, I mean, at games already, you have the beer vendors, like the simple stuff, like, you know, right. uh, cotton candy, pretzels, peanuts. Yeah. You can have those same people just basically go up and down the stairs. And again, logistically, I don't know how it goes, but I'm pretty sure there is, there's been some like trial and error with this at some sporting events, even prior to COVID. So. Oh, wow. That'd be, yeah, be kind of cool. I'll, that way you don't have to miss cool. any of the game or any of the show. You know, you just kind of. Right. But that the other part of it, too, is like making sure you, if it is something you do on your phone that you have service to do so and, and all that sometimes falls into play. But yeah, it was, it was cool to see it at a concert. And I think we we're just so thankful to be at a show. Like, we don't care what we have to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it wasn't crowded, which was, I guess, the one nice thing, because sometimes it's like. Oh, uh, someone again a fight like that always happens when you go to a concert or like whatever. It's like, yeah. Don't you kind of miss that now, though? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. <laughs> but it was, it was kind of, it was, it was refreshing. I think because it was different. Like, oh, right, we can pull up. Right. No one's gonna bother us. Mm-hmm. And when the show's over, throw the chairs in the trunk, and we're out right. of there in ninety seconds, basically. Yeah. Right. It's not so, a way I would do, do like all concerts, but it was it was good to to try it. And if this thing lasts longer than we need it to, I'm going to need some live music and I'll sacrifice. I'll do it this way. Okay, that's my question. So if if we're still attending concerts this way a year from now, are you still going to be going? I mean, I don't think they can do all concerts this way. And granted, would, I think I would, uh, I don't know. Yeah. You, would, next time you would get the front row, right? Right, right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, my last question, would you make any changes to it? Mm, it really kind of bothered me with like, the big cars were in front of us and we couldn't see over them. I don't know how you fix that. I don't know if there's a way to do it, but. I don't know. That kind of bothered me. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. There was, again, I don't, I don't know how you fix it, but you could have like your sedans, your cars towards the front and the trucks and taller SUVs in the back. But yeah. yeah. Anyways, it was fun for a night. I was like, wow, what is this? Like, this is crazy. Yeah. Um, live music. It was a little normal, know. you know, just a little bit of, oh, this is familiar. <laughs> right. And I know like, Nashville's kind of like the like there's no music for the most part right now, but I know like the listening room has shows, so that's one mm-hmm. avenue I'm gonna go to, I think, sometime in the next month, just because nice. a lot of artists that would be touring, they wanna play. So like I think right. tonight or last night I think Maddie and Tay headlined a listening room show or Jeez. something like that. So that's crazy. Uh there's Ashley McBride is next week, I wanna say. <gasps> So it's still like, it's like the writer's round vibe to it. And I don't know how many yeah. tables. Yeah. I think they space them out, but food for thought, if you're coming to Nashville, that is like the one music venue that is still open. 
Um, so this fall, because of all this COVID shit, two award shows were postponed to this fall. And basically that leaves us at September 16th are the ACMs, October 14th are the CMT awards and the CMA awards. There has not been a date announced yet that I could find, but usually it's the second or third Wednesday, in November. Again, I don't, I haven't heard anything what they're doing, but I have an idea, but I wanted to see if you have any ideas as I put you in charge of Emily, you were the grandmaster of the award shows. How are you approaching it? Just do it. <laughs> okay. I have a slightly different approach. <laughs> I can, I guess I can see them not having fans, like just having the singers, but that just seems dull. Yeah. I think you can, I think there's, my idea is, you know, the award shows for actors and stuff is like what the Oscars and Emmys and stuff mm-hmm. where they sit at these round tables and they're like, they're packed really tight in, but it's not like line or theater seating. It's everyone's, it's like more casual. It's like, it's like when they do um, like CMT artists of the year. Yes. Yeah. Oh. So my, my thought is, all right, the ACMs were supposedly already going to be in Nashville, moving from Vegas. Um, so all three are supposed to take place in Nashville. So what if you clear out Bridgestone Arena, clear out the floor, and assuming no fans, you just you can make it. You can put up drapes and curtains and stuff like yeah. obviously n- nice ones. I'm not talking like <laughs> just ones. go to Walmart, get some curtains, and throw them up. <laughs> but yeah, there there are people that work in this business that are probably out of work right now that could use the work, right. that could make it look really awesome, really sick. And then yeah, you just make it all about the artists, all about the songwriters and mm-hmm. uh, the music industry people. If you want to go that far, right? I think you could set up hundreds of these round tables and have all right. This table is Jason Aldean. This table is Thomas Rhett. This is Karen Nord's table. I think what would be really cool is you make it like pro family and not that coaching music is anti-family because they're definitely not, but why not invite all of the kids for Thomas and Lauren, invite all of them, Mm -hmm. you know, have their kids and their family or their parents, grandparents, like make that part of it. And you can still distance if you want to, you can encourage it. Obviously it's an encouragement for the most part. And everyone, the question is like, how do you test against it? And my thought is if the NBA can test 300 plus players a day and however many coaches and staff, I think country music can get their shit together and test people, test a thousand people, 2000 people on the day, the day before and do it that way. So that's my plan. It would still look the same on TV as far as like the stage performances, but I think you could get away with it. Not get away with it, but I think you could actually make it an appealing event. Did they say who's hosting the CMA since Carrie's not anymore? Ah, uh, boy, I don't think they did. That's the thing with the, the CMA awards. They haven't really announced a date or a host, so that makes me a little... Let me check yeah. real quick here. Because I don't think they know what they're doing, but like... 
I hope Brad's right. back because he's been. Have you seen like his music video for No Eye and Beer? He's so good at just like mm-hmm. everything. I feel he's so personable, and so I kind of hope he's back as a co-host. I don't know. I don't know who else it would be. Yeah. So Keith Urban was supposed to host the ACMs, and I think he still is. And I think when they postponed it and they moved it to Nashville, they were going to split up to like three different venues. I think like the Ryman, uh, the Opry and something else, but mm. I don't know. I think my thing is, I'm not going to get political. I don't want to talk about this stupid disease and virus, whatever this, every, everyone gets pissed off talking about it, but I think you, you can have like a, Oh, shucks. Like this sucks. We can't do it this year attitude. Or is there a way let's find a way to right. make it. Get creative. Something. Yeah. Yes. It's what and we need can... more than anything right now. It's like, just go on with it. Find a way. You've had so much time to prepare. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me there's no one with some idea. Yeah. And if you have to restrict it to just the nominees and performers, so be it. Do it. But I think you can yeah. still do it. You can give out awards. You don't have to give the hugs. Right. You literally have them go talk at a different mic. Or everyone has their own mic, so we're not worrying about who's talking yeah. and spitting and what. Yeah. Easy. But um, I think I think there's a can-do attitude that hopefully hopefully is being done. But we'll I see. I hope so. Mm. Uh, what else we got here? So I don't know. I'm for in you. the dark. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was, it's like a mystery bag. Um, <laughs> a quarantine house. Emily, if you had to be stuck in a house oh, during man. quarantine and you had to pick – uh, I had four, but I'll be generous. If you had to pick five country artists, country artist spouse, country personalities that you say, hey, if I have to be stuck in this house for a month, these are the five people I want to hang with. Hmm. Uh, I feel like Luke and Caroline should be there. All right. We're same so far. Yeah. <laughs> um. Also, like, Russell and Kaylee, I think, would be right there. I would uh, kit more for the eye candy. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I would um, – I'll take Shay, but I really just want little Asher to be there. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds creepy, but he's just the cutest kid. Um, and then, I mean, TR and Lauren, I, I don't know. There's so many good ones, but – Hmm. I, this is hard. I wish I had time to think. Um, Blake. Blake. I need Blake to be there. Mm. Just like Blake and Luke, first of all, like back and forth would be hysterical. That's true. I also think, I think Luke Holmes and Nicole would be a good hang too. Oh, they would be fun. That's true. I think true. so. Uh, yeah. Who else? I think Lauren Elena would be hilarious <laughs> I in the quarantine. Her. Yeah. I mean, maybe after a while, like trading puns back and forth will get old, but <laughs> yeah. I don't, I, I really don't think so. I think that'd be no, a good thing, but. I, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think just people who like to have a good time and are pretty chill and who have maybe, big houses. Maybe Trisha for her cooking. Oh, there you go. We could do it at the Aldine house with their resort like backyard. Yes. 
They can All just right. be in so, Florida or something wherever they vacation. We're, we're renting out their house as an Airbnb. Perfect. Okay. Trisha uh, is the cook. Yeah. Blake is the comedic relief. He has the vodka. Yes. Um, Anyways, any others? Who do you all have? You? Anyone else? Oh, it's it's definitely Luke and Caroline. Like those two yeah. are my. Tr and uh, Lauren used to be my favorite couple, and I feel bad like bumping them off. Like not that I have weekly power rankings, but they're just, <laughs> they're, just they're just so fun. Yes. Oh, Luke maybe and Caroline. Mom too. <laughs> oh yes. Oh, what's her name? Uh, Is it like Leclaire or something? Leclaire. Yes. Yeah. So I do Luke and Caroline. Shay, because Shay's Shay is sneaky funny as shit oh oh and like him what was it like something with like charles kelly i thought it was jason aldean right well no but this was like at an award show or something where dan and Shay won oh, an award and he like they made a hannah. bet oh i was thinking they, how they... like hannah was sitting behind charles and charles was so tall he's like hannah i think you're there somewhere charles and you could just like duck down or something like that oh there is a story uh, here i'm gonna try to find it after but I'm pretty sure Shay, Dan and Shay, no, it was Dan and Shay had bet with, Shay had bet with Nick Jonas. Yes. Yeah. And because I think when one of the awards they won at the CMAs, he gave a shout out to Nick. I think like that. Like, I think they were golfing and that was. I think it was bet. Joe. It was Joe. Jonas. You're right. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Uh, yeah. I'd go. Uh, Luke because- Caroline. Well, to finish that, so then what, like, Shay had to do was that if they won a Grammy, they somehow had to mention Joe Jonas's name. <laughs> so they they win a Grammy. That was the bet. And the first person Shay thinks is, like, first guy I think, Joe Jonas and my wife. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's totally right. Uh, that's yeah. good. No, I think, yeah, I'm going Luke and Caroline, Shay. You persuaded me on Blake. Yeah. And then... I'm going to Lauren, you know, I'm going to go Lauren Elena. I'm going to go. She's funny. And worst case scenario, we come out of it in a relationship out of quarantine. So <laughs> two birds, one stone, but. Um, wow. That took yeah. quite the turn. That's uh, a good one. It is. So lastly, I'm curious, what music are you listening to right now? Particularly country music. Cause I know mm-hmm. you're getting these. Yeah, I've listened to a lot of 70s music lately. I go back and forth. So I'm either listening to like 70s rock or I'm listening. You asked for five songs. So I think I found five like somewhat new ones. But I'm really like Chasing You by Morgan Wallen. And I'm very excited. (laughs) He's releasing Seven Summers. That'll be awesome. Um, I have my Almost Maybes by Jordan Davis. And then the other one I've kind of gotten into by him is the... Uh, uh, shot of tequila, hint of lime, or something. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? A li- little lime, yeah, a little lime, a lot of tequila. Yeah, it's just kind of my anthem. And then, um, Mitchell Tenpenny, Broken Up, mm, Golden. If I Was a Bar by Matt Stell, that's a good one. And then, of course, I Should Probably Go to Bed. So <sighs> freaking good and i know whatever you don't like it i feel like i just need to listen to it like four times a day for a week straight just so i can finally say whether i love it or don't i don't hate it but 
I'm not there yet. Yeah, if you think about the fact that they like made this song, never really being in the same room without like a band and everything, it's pretty incredible. Like musically, what Dan mm-hmm. did to it. Yeah, the vocals are great, and the part I like most about the song is, I think the like the bridge going into the third verse or before the third chorus like they would have that vibe throughout i'd be like i think that'd be a little better but yeah yeah. it's gonna be so good live though can't tell me it won't be it'll be so good yeah okay all right jury's still out check back in a couple weeks this is typical air and fashion a song comes out I'm not such a big fan and I'm like love it and I go hard for like four weeks and then I'm like sick of it and Aaron's like oh this is such a good song I'm like no stop it stop it no I think the I mean the other two songs that that happened with was um Sam Hunt's Hard to Forget mm-hmm. I was kind of like mm, eh. I don't I wasn't like vibing it right away that was one that I clearly and that took like two days and I was (laughs) I realized I was an idiot the other one was surprisingly uh Luke Combs beer never broke my heart really I don't know if I remember that one sounds right that came out I was like okay is it that good and I want to say it was like a week later and I was probably drinking a beer or something and the song came on and I was like all right (laughs) <laughs> I get it, Luke. This is a smash, and it's such a such a smash. Now. Yeah, um, that's funny. Yeah. Um, what are you listening to I, right now? Um, some definitely more recent ones here. Um, if you listen to Blake and Gwen's new song "Happy Anywhere," yeah, I watched the video for it. It's cute. All right, I, that's one of my favorites. Hardy's "Give Heaven Some Hell," oh. so good, so so good. Uh, Lorna Lena, obviously I'm a huge fan of her. She has a new one out called Run. I just love her voice. I want her and Shay Mooney to record an album, just those two together. <laughs> yeah. I think they have two of the best voices. Uh, yeah. Cam has one out right now, Classic, that's getting a lot of really good, um, a lot of good publicity or hype. Like a lot of radio stations are adding it. It's, it's a really mm-hmm. good Cam song. And then Luke Bryan's new album, uh, four boats and down to one, two tracks off of that that I'm really liking. Okay, um, I haven't listened to the album yet, so I'll try those first. So the Luke album, there's ten songs on it, and four or five of them have all been have already been released as far as like teasers up. So there's really yeah. only five or six new ones, but I really like it. It's kind of a, an older Luke sound to it it's almost like his first album uh that kind of riches to it i mean hmm. whiskey whiskey riff hates on him all the time and they didn't hate it so like wow. that should tell you that should tell you something dang uh, all right did you my other two that as far as like albums or eps the jimmy allen ep and the rascal flash ep been listening to those at all i didn't know rascal flats had an ep oh they did. It's their, awkward. They broke up. What's going on? It's their uh, it's their finale through the years. Like seven oh. songs. Okay. Uh, Rachel Womack sings with them on one. Oh, I think really I heard good. that song. I guess I didn't know it was a whole album. There's one one of the songs. Um, Looking back, 
Thomas Rhett is a co-writer along with his dad and a bunch of other, what do they call them? Georgia peach pickers or something like that. They're writing. Oh, that like trio or. Yeah. Yeah. Jimmy Allen's is good. I think I told you this. I don't like the one with Nelly. I mean, I like it, but I don't like Nelly on it. All right, you'll come around on it, just like I will. No, come around on the I'd Danny rather Shea have song. like I'd rather have like Neo or someone with like a smoother voice. It just I don't know. All right, you got me with Neo. That's fair. <laughs> um, Easy. Well, that was cool. I was curious what you're listening to because sometimes we're on the same page. Sometimes we're in completely different universes. So uh, <laughs> yeah. Anything else you want to chat about, music-wise, country music-wise? Mm. Mm. Not really. I'm just trying to think of what else is new. Um, by the time this comes out next week, we'll have a new album from Tim McGraw, a new album from Lindsay L, a new album from Kaylee Hammock. Uh, I'm excited for Kaylee's. I was I saw somewhere that. Was it like her and Ash McBride and someone else were going to be like covering her songs off the album? I don't know. I saw it on Twitter at like six o'clock this morning. So I could be delirious as well. But huh. I'm pretty sure if you go to like Kaylee's Twitter page is where I saw it because Ashley McBride retweeted it. And it just sounded like it was Ashley and someone else. They were going to be like singing songs off Kaylee's upcoming album. I'm excited for that one. I like all her stuff too because I've been listening to um Redhead. Oh my gosh, it's a jam. Oh yeah, she's she's great. And uh oh here we go. Um she tweeted out this morning, this Friday I'm getting together with a few of my very closest friends, Ash McBride and Tennille Towns, mm-hmm. and my band to sing through my brand new album. So I'm guessing does that mean that Ash McBride and Tennille Town singing on a song with her on it. That'd be my Maybe. guess. Maybe, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, as far as other albums, uh, Hardy's comes out in September. Keith Urban's comes out in September. And then, honestly, this year has been just, well, 2020. There's just no other word to describe it. Mm-hmm. That we get a, we at least get a Carrie Underwood Christmas album that comes out in September. Yes. So that is oh, one be exciting so thing. Yeah. Yes. That's true. Well, this was fun. Phil Vassar concert was fun. If there's another one, we'll be there. Hopefully this fall we can talk about – I mean, we will talk about the award shows. There are definitely going to be awards, whether or not there's shows with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully we don't have to, like, go back into quarantine with our country – favorite country artist and uh i mean well, if it happens that would be fun yeah true honestly might as well at this point <laughs> uh friendly this is aaron this is raised on it find us raised on it blog.com like us subscribe five stars thumbs up all those good things and uh stay tuned for future episodes of raised on it